Welcome to the Law and Justice Podcast brought to you by Project K. If you are interested in human rights, women empowerment, sustainability and justice, then stay tuned and join my discussion. Today is my fifth episode and I'm going to discuss anti-bullying awareness. Basically, I'll share some authentic information from different organizations and their websites who are working for raising public awareness against bullying and showing people the ways to stop these heinous activities like bullying. At first, I'm going to share an article by Chris Cape, who is a UK-based charity. Bullying is the repetitive intentional hurting of one person or group by another person or group where the relationship involves an imbalance of power. It can happen face-to-face or through cyberspace and comes in many different forms. Verbal bullying includes name-calling, persistent teasing, mocking, taunting, and threats. Physical bullying includes any form of physical violence, intimidating behavior, theft, or the intentional damage of possession. This includes hitting, kicking, and pushing. Emotional bullying includes excluding, tormenting, ridiculing, humiliation, setting people up, and spreading rumors. Cyberbullying includes the misuse of digital technologies or communications to bully a person or a group, typically through messages or actions that are threatening or intended to cause offense, anxiety, or humiliation. It's never your fault if you are bullied. People can be targeted for any reason, but people who bully others often target difference and bullying can be a form of wider discrimination. For example, bullying behavior may be racist, targeted at ethnicity, skin color, language, religious or cultural practices, homophobic, biophobic and transphobic targeted at actual or perceived sexuality or gender, sexual or sexist, sexual or sexist behavior that is intended to cause offense, humiliation, or intimidation, disabled, targeted at an impairment or special educational need. In our experience, bullying behavior can also be targeted at looks, weight and height, color of hair, wearing glasses or braces, acne, or asthma, scars, marks, or conditions of the face or body, body other poverty, gifts and talents, or family situations like divorce and homelessness. Bullying is behavior that is intended to hurt, is repeated, and where there is an imbalance of power. This means that one of incidents are not usually bullying behavior, though they may still be frightening and harmful. In a group situation, it may be the case that lots of children say or do something to a child, and though each individual child may only say or do something once, the behavior has been repeated throughout the group and is therefore likely to be bullying. Cyberbullying is the misuse of digital technologies or communications to bully a person or a group, typically through messages or actions that are threatening or intended to cause offense, anxiety, or humiliation. Cyberbullying includes abusive comments, rumors, gossip, 
threads made using digital communications or technology. This includes internet trolling, sharing pictures, videos, or personal information without the consent of the owner and with the intent to cause harm or humiliation. Hacking into someone's email, phone, or online profiles to extract and share personal information or to send hurtful content while posing as that person. Creating dedicated websites that intend to harm, make fun of someone, or spread malicious rumors. Pressurizing someone to do something they don't want to such as sending a sexually explicit image. The severity of bullying is often undermined by some misguided statements like bullying is just a normal part of growing up. It helps children deal with the cruelties of the real world. It helps sensitive children toughen up. These opinions are extremely detrimental to the development and safety of children. The effects of bullying can be devastating, as they often continue long into adulthood and drive countless children into depression or self-harm. Some will even attempt or commit suicide. When left unaccounted for, bullying doesn't just affect the target and the children who are bullying, but everyone who is exposed to the environment in which it occurs, most commonly at school. Children who are bullied are more likely to have low self-esteem, develop depression or anxiety, develop mental health issues, become socially withdrawn, isolated, and lonely have lower academic achievements due to avoiding or becoming disengaged with school, be unable to form trusting, healthy relationships with friends or partners in the future. Impact on children who bully are also devastating. Children who frequently bully others are more likely to drop out or be expelled from schools, engage in criminal behavior, develop depression or anxiety, be abusive towards their sexual partners, spouses, or children as adults. Children who witness bullying are more likely to feel powerless, live in fear and guilt. Schools that do not take significant actions against bullying are more likely to create a negative environment based on a culture of fear and disrespect, have poor student engagement, staff retention, and parent satisfaction, give students the impression that teachers have little control and do not care, instill insecurity, low self-esteem, and lack of ambition in their students. Fail in inspiring students to reach their full academic potentials. Bullying is a serious threat to our youth today. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention (CDC), bullying affects 20% of high school students and cyberbullying affects 16% of high school students. Surveys compiled by the CDC also show that 33% of students ages 12 to 18 who reported bullying at school and 27% of students ages 12 to 18 who reported cyberbullying indicated that they were bullied at least once or twice a month. Middle schools reported the highest rate of bullying which is 25% and at least once a week. All kids are different and are likely to exhibit varying behaviors during or after bullying by a peer. With relational aggression on the rise and cyberbullying easier than ever, it should be noted that bullying can be ongoing for long periods of time before students seek help. 
Short-term effects on the bullying victim can include social isolation, feelings of shame, sleep disturbance, changes in eating habits, low self-esteem, school avoidance, symptoms of anxiety, bed wetting, high risk of illness, psychosomatic symptoms including stomach aches, headaches, muscle aches, other physical complaints with no known medical cause, poor school performance, symptoms of depression. With immediate and proper mental health treatment and support systems in place, victims can step off some of the potential long-term consequences of bullying. Without intervention, however, kids are at risk for chronic depression, increased risk of suicidal thoughts, suicide plans, and suicide attempts, anxiety disorders, post-traumatic stress disorder, poor general health, self-destructive behavior including self-harm, substance abuse, difficulty establishing trusting, reciprocal friendships and relationships. Bullying has serious effects on both short and long-term health of children. Immediate intervention and long-term follow-up can help mediate some of these effects. It's imperative that schools, families, and communities work together to understand bullying and its consequences and find ways to decrease and hopefully eradicate bullying both in schools and communities. Being bullied is both heartbreaking and miserable for those targeted. But many adults, unless they too have been bullied, have a hard time understanding just how much kids can suffer. They fail to realize that the consequences of bullying are significant and can have a lasting impact. This lack of understanding is often called the empathy gap. Working too close, this empathy gap is one of the best ways to improve bullying policies and prevent bullying. In fact, efforts to advocate on behalf of victims will not be effective unless people truly comprehend how painful and traumatic bullying can be. Kids who are regularly targeted by bullies often suffer both emotionally and socially. Not only do they find it hard to make friends, but they also struggle to maintain healthy relationships. Part of this struggle is directly related to low self-esteem. A lack of self-esteem is a direct result of the mean and hurtful things that other kids say about them. When kids are continually called fat or losers, they begin to believe these things are true. Bullying victims also tend to experience a wide range of emotions. They may feel angry, bitter, vulnerable, helpless, frustrated, lonely, and isolated from their peers. Consequently, they may escape classes and resort to drugs and alcohol to numb their pain. And if bullying is ongoing, they may develop depression and even contemplate suicide. There is no single cause of depression according to research. Brain chemistry, hormones, genetics, life experiences, and physical health can all play a role. If no intervention takes place, eventually kids can develop what is known as learned helplessness. Learned helplessness means that the targets of bullying believe that they cannot do anything to change the situation. As a result, they stop trying. Then the cycle down into depression becomes more severe. 
This leads to a feeling of hopelessness and the belief that there is no way out. As bullied kids grow into adults, they may continue to struggle with self-esteem, have difficulty developing and maintaining relationships, and avoid social interactions. They also may have a hard time trusting people, which can impact their personal relationships and their work relationships. They may even start to believe lies about bullying, such as convincing themselves that bullying wasn't as bad as they remember. They also may engage in self-blame. Physical impact Aside from the bumps and bruises that occur during physical bullying, there are additional physical causes. For instance, bullied kids often experience anxiety. This stress on their bodies will result in a variety of health issues, including being sick more often and suffering from ulcers and other conditions caused by persistent anxiety. Bullied kids also may complain of stomachache and headache and the bullying they experience may aggravate other pre-existing conditions like asthma, skin condition, stomach issues and heart conditions that are aggravated by stress or origin when a child is being bullied. Academic impact Kids who are bullied often suffer academically too. Bullied kids struggle to focus on their schoolwork. In fact, sleeping grades is one of the first signs that a child is being bullied. Kids also may be so preoccupied by bullying that they forget about assignments or have difficulty paying attention in class. Additionally, bullied kids may skip school or classes in order to avoid being bullied. This practice also can result in falling grades. And when grades begin to drop, this adds to the stress levels the bullied child is already experiencing. A study conducted by the University of Virginia showed that kids who attend a school with a severe climate of bullying often have lower scores on tests. Bullying even impacts students who witness it. For instance, kids score lower on tests in schools with a lot of bullying than kids in schools with effective anti-bullying programs. One possible reason for the lower scores in schools with pervasive bullying is that students are often less engaged in the learning process because they are too distracted by or worried about the bullying. Additionally, teachers may be less effective because they must spend so much time focused on classroom management and discipline instead of teaching. The good news is, with proper support and intervention, most kids targeted by bullies will overcome bullying and things will get back to normal. But left unchecked, bullying can cause the victim to pay high cost in long-term consequences. Impact on family when a child is bullied, it's not uncommon for the parents and siblings to also be affected. Parents often experience a wide range of consequences including feeling powerless to fix the situation. They also may feel alone and isolated and they may even become obsessed with the situation often at the expense of their own health and well-being. It also is not uncommon for parents to feel a sense of failure when their child is bullied. Not only do they feel like they failed to protect the child from bullying, but they also may question their parenting abilities. They may even worry that they somehow missed the signs of bullying or that they did not do enough to bully prove their child along the way. 
The truth is that no one can predict who bullies will target. Parents can do everything is everything right and still find out that their child is being bullied. As a result, they should never feel responsible for the choices a bully makes. Instead, they should place the blame where it belongs and focus on helping their child heal from bullying. Long-term effects and healing. Research shows that the effects of bullying last well into adulthood. In fact, one study found that the consequences of bullying bullied by peers may have a greater impact on mental health in adulthood than originally thought. With more, the impact may even more significant than being mistreated by adults. Remember, the experiences that people have while they are children help mold them into the adults that they later become. So it's not surprising that the effects of bullying linger well into adulthood. This then helps to influence their future mindset, including how they view themselves and others. How kids can heal. When a child is bullied, the road to recovery may be more challenging than you might originally think. In fact, the effects of bullying can stick around long after the bullying has ended. Moreover, if bullying is not addressed right away, then it can cause problems for your child later in life. In order for your child to heal from bullying, there are several important steps you must take. These include not only changing the way your children think about the situation, but also how they view themselves after being bullied. You want to be sure your child does not allow the bullying experience to define them. Instead, they should focus on what they learned and what their future goals are. To start, your child needs to acknowledge what happened to them but not focus on it. Instead, they should be focused on taking care of themselves and growing as a person. It's also important to help your child find closure for the situation and as counterintuitive as it sounds, forgiving the bully goes a long way in freeing your child from the pain of the experience. Remind them that revenge will not make them feel better. Instead, they should let go of what happened to them and focus on the things they can control in their life. Having a counselor help your child with the recovery process may spare things a lot. Talk to your child's pediatrician for suggestion about who to contact in your area. is bullied, they can experience a psychological impact that does not go away simply because the person grows up. If you were bullied as a child and are still experiencing the side effects, the first step to a recovery from childhood bullying is acknowledging what happened to you. Do not dismiss what happened to you or minimize the severity. Be truthful with yourself about the pain you experienced. You also need to make healing a priority. Take time to take care of yourself and consider talking with a counselor about your experience. A counselor can help you make sense of your feelings and move past the negative experience of bullying. He also can help you reframe your thinking and reclaim control over your life. While it may be painful to think about the bullying you experienced as a kid, if it is still impacting you, your everyday life, 
and the way you view yourself that is best to face the issue head on. Once you have come to terms with what you experience and change the way you view yourself and others, you will be on the way to recovery. It may take some time, so be patient with yourself. With a little hard work, though, you will be well on your way to a healthier way of thinking. While bullying is not exactly a new subject, there is never an excuse for it. Many children are bullied and some of them very seriously, so bullying can have a huge impact on children. Not only can it destroy their childhood and result in them living their lives in almost perpetual fear, it can have an insidious effect on them into their adult lives too. Many people who were bullied at school do finally put the experience behind them, but some don't. There are many reasons why children are bullied at school, from sheer jealousy to discrimination. There is no justifiable excuse for bullying, however, it needs to be stopped and addressed. If any of your children are being bullied, they will need your support. An additional difficulty is that it's quite likely that they will try to disguise it. They are unlikely to come to you for help and they may resent your involvement, scared that it will only make the matter worse. While some forms of bullying are against the law, generally the law regards bullying as a problem that should be addressed by the school. It's the legal responsibility of the head teacher to implement an anti-bullying policy. All reports of bullying must be properly dealt with and actions should be taken to prevent it happening in the future either on the school premises or in areas closely surrounding the school. If you are unhappy with the way in which the school is dealing with bullying, then you should follow this up with the school. By law, all state schools must have a policy on bullying and you have every right to see it. You need to contact the head teacher to talk about it, arrange a day and time for a meeting. You should make a list of representative incidents of bullying along with times, locations, and people involved that you can use to support your case. You should also write to the school giving as much detail as possible and request details on how they will follow it up. You should also request a copy of their anti-bullying policy. Most schools will respond to such request positively and will work with you to stop it happening. But if you are unhappy with how the school is handling it, don't give up. While some schools do take bullying very seriously and are able to at least minimize its occurrence, other schools are less effective at stopping it. If the school that your child is attending is failing to adhere to its legal responsibilities, then theoretically they could have a case to answer, though generally it is advisable to pursue this only as a last resort. It can be highly protracted and potentially damaging and you would need to prove that school failed in its duties to implement an anti-bullying policy. Proving that your child was bullied simply isn't enough. Sometimes a solicitor specializing in educational negligence may be best suited to see your case.
There are certain forms of bullying that are against the law and which the police will take very seriously. Generally, the perpetrators are prosecuted. Some of these are theft of money or valuables, criminal damage to valuables, serious physical assault, sexual assault, malicious text emails and phone calls, online defamation and harassment. If your child has suffered any physical harm or sexual abuse, then you should report it to the police without delay. But first of all, try to get the child's agreement to do so. If your child is experiencing any of the other forms of illegal bullying, then it would help if you are able to gather some evidence. This could be copies of text, photographs of damage, along with details on locations and dates. Collect all the evidence you can and report it to the police. Bullying is such a widespread issue in the UK that there are a lot of support groups set up to help. Some of the most recommended include Anti-Bullying Alliance, Beat Bullying, Bullying UK, Child Line, The Diana Award, Kidscape. If you do decide that you want to take matter further and you are considering taking actions against the school, then in the first instance, you will need to speak with a solicitor to discuss whether there is any benefit in pursuing legal actions. Stay tuned and join my discussion every Sunday. Listen to the Law and Justice podcast anytime, anywhere. And please support this podcast by your follows, subscriptions, and valuable feedbacks. Stay safe and empowered. Raise your voice against injustice anywhere. What do you think about women's empowerment? Do you think women can lead the sustainable fashion revolution strongly and effectively to fight climate change? Do you think climate change has more devastating impacts on women and girls comparing to men? Do you believe that domestic violence is a shadow pandemic at the contemporary world? What are your recommendations for empowerment of people irrespective of their origin, race, gender, and any social status? What do you think about racism? Do you think racism and colorism have serious impacts on our personal and community lives? What are the most effective ways for women to get empowered? Do you believe that women and girls are victimized and objectified by entertainment industries and media platforms? To get answers for all these questions, I'm going to interview Lady Amy B who is a fashion stylist and supporter of sustainable fashion and women empowerment. Lady B is an independent woman from the USA and she is working for a local school to help children with disabilities to empower them and find a better life. To listen the full conversation, stay tuned. <music>